Every day, it seems like someone is running around like Chicken Little talking about how this or that social media platform is dead. Facebook is over. LinkedIn is a wasteland. Twitter is a waste of time. If you believe the hyped up marketing blogs and every terrified industry pro at the industry conferences, you might think it's not worth it for your brand to be on social media at all anymore. And in one way, they're right. If you or your company is putting out boring, promotion-heavy content or ham-handed attempts to engage people with quizzes and bad jokes, yeah, you're totally screwed. Smart communicators, on the other hand, know that this is an opportunity, which is how I like to look at it. If other people are using social media wrong, and they are, then you can get great results by doing it right. You have to put the social back in social media. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. So it's easy to say, just do better, right? Be social on social, it's simple. But what does that actually look like? We start by figuring out exactly what wrong is. Why are so many people struggling to connect with their audiences on social media? A couple of years ago, I had the great pleasure to be an executive in residence at the University of Oregon. It was hands down one of the best experiences of my career. And because of it, I've stayed in touch with the communications department in hopes that I get invited back. Hint, hint. (laughs) This year, they asked if we were interested in having their students do a social media audit for us. Knowing that we lead the industry in social media, I said, sure, and gave them access to my team and our analytics. When, they, when we received their report, I was floored. Not only were we not leading the industry in social media like I assumed, we had gotten complacent. Those students took us to task, and I was mortified. Here I'd been in their classes, working with them on projects and advising them on their roles in their careers, and we didn't even have the simple things right. Who was I to give them advice when we couldn't even do that right? They provided a 50-page analysis, and I carefully went through every page and provided notes to my team on where I thought we could improve and what ideas of of theirs we needed to incorporate. When push came to shove, we had made some well-intentioned mistakes. Number one, we really were only tweeting our own posts, our own articles. Number two, we were putting a lot of the same kinds of content onto Facebook, mostly text-based. Number three, we weren't using all of the sharing features of LinkedIn. And number four, there was not sharing of enough content that was other than our text-based blog posts. It was not a fun report to read. It still actually gives me a little bit of a pit in my stomach. But it was a powerful wake-up call, and it caused us to try some new strategies and see a lot of new opportunity. Using their audits as our foundation for improvement, we had a lot of internal conversation about what to do and what to change. In the beginning, there was quite a bit of pushback because they're just students. Who are they? What do they know? They don't have real world experience. They're not in it every day. They're just looking at it. And while that may be, my point was that they were putting up a mirror and showing us what the outside world sees, even if it's not what we've intended to do. That's a really hard thing to have to see. It caused a lot of angst at the start. I think everyone was embarrassed as I was, and there was a certain level of uncertainty. Of course, I would never fire someone because our social media efforts had gotten stale, but that didn't mean people didn't wonder if that was coming next. 
Admittedly, I was pretty angry about it all because I was so embarrassed, but no one was going to lose their jobs over it. Once we worked through that, we were able to gain consensus and build a plan to move forward. Before we get into some of what we did to make our social more social, I'd like to give a shout out to automation tools. They're extremely useful and make all of this much easier if you don't forget the human part of being social. They are best used to supplement your social media activities by taking over the brainless part of it. They are not meant to replace being on social media and, you know, actually connecting with people. So that was what was at the crux of the changes we made. More variety, more actual engagement, and more us. And you know what? It worked. It worked really, really, really well. In fact, there was a great big opportunity in how well it worked. In the first couple of weeks after we changed our strategy, we saw our post reach go from about 100 to 800 on average, and we hit 132 on engagement by using videos uploaded directly to Facebook. Now, of course, these aren't, you know, consumer brand numbers, but when you go from 100 as your average to 800 just by being more us, that's pretty good. Our non-video content has done really well also, and the trick there was to take the link out of the post or of the update and put it in a comment on the post. So this is specific to LinkedIn and to Facebook. When you update the post, you you know ask a question or do your update or whatever, status update or whatever happens to be, instead of including the link in the update, we were putting it in the comments and still do. And if you go to our page, you'll see that, especially on Facebook. Because you see, Facebook wants people to stay on Facebook and we want people to come off of Facebook. So it's a matter of using your posts to entertain, educate, and engage, and then offer the link so those who really like what you're doing follow you off. Most of our social media content is still focused on our articles and other assets we create for the Spin Sucks blog, but it isn't all serious. In fact, there was a newscaster who unpacked and tried a face slimmer, which pretty much looks like clown lips. It's one of the funniest videos I've seen in a long time, and I'll include a link in the show notes so you can watch it. My mom apparently also thought it was hilarious and bought me a face slimmer. But the best part is I didn't know who it was from. It just arrived one Friday afternoon. So I'm sitting at my desk. I open this box and there's a face slimmer inside. And I go into the Spin Sucks community and I say, all right, who's the funny person who sent me the face slimmer? No one admitted to it. There was, however, a lot of conversation, and then I was dared to wear it while making my own video. And then someone else dared me to say it, say public relations. I can't even say it now without the face slimmer. Public relations 10 times while wearing it. Spoiler alert, I couldn't do it. But because I'm never one to back down from a dare, I did it, and I posted the video on our Facebook page, and I'll link to that in the show notes to, as well. And it exploded. In fact, we've joked that clearly me making fun of myself is one of the best engagement strategies because apparently everybody likes to make fun of me. So there you go. That's That works. So the point to it is that you don't have to be serious all the time. People are on social media to have fun or to talk politics, but I don't recommend that from a brand perspective. So don't take yourselves too seriously. Let's talk about the things you can do right now to start seeing more engagement and then more traffic and more conversions and all that good stuff will come. Number one, ask interesting, thought-provoking questions that are closely related to your area of expertise. You want to get people thinking about your brand and the products or services you offer. Let me give you some examples of both the fun and business-related questions and updates that have performed best for us in the last few months. So remember... 
when you were a kid and you would go into a souvenir shop or the gas station and there were trinkets with your name on it. Well, when your name is Ginny and it's spelled G-I-N-I, there are never souvenirs with your name on them. So I posted on Facebook, it's totally unfair in all caps because I'm screaming it. When Diet Coke had their name campaign, I relived my childhood all over again. No Ginny on Diet Coke bottles. That update did very well. Next one. We have an interesting question on today's Spin Sucks question. It is, why is everyone so unhappy at work? What do you think? That did very well. The third one, third example, politics and religion tend to be something we don't discuss publicly. Well, until this last election, that is. So when is it okay for a brand to take a stance on something politically charged? Also did very well. Next one. Oh, this is going to be a fun one today. The website pop-up. Do you love it or hate it and why? And of course, I know when I'm talking to marketers, the answer is going to be, I hate it. <laughs> Unfortunately, it works extraordinarily well, so we can hate it, but it works. Um, that did very well. Another one, leaving your full-time job is scary, but making the decision to do it is the hardest part. If you're thinking about it, there are lots of things you can research, read about, and analyze, and even overanalyze. There's one thing I wish I'd done before I started my entrepreneurial journey, which was to get more business experience. What about you? Did very well. And then another fun one. On this Friday the 13th, let's talk scary movies. What's your favorite? And then I say in parentheses, this may start some trouble, but I didn't think it, the Stephen King movie, was scary at all. Not scary. Totally disappointed. I wanted to be sitting in my husband's lap with my eyes closed. Not scary at all. So you can see that we've mixed kind of the fun and the, the business, and we're getting some good conversation going. A lot of the, the business questions we're asked do relate to the, the blog content that we have that week or that day. So it does drive that conversation back to the blog. But it's not just, hey, here's our you know blog post and yada, yada, check it out. So that's number one. Really look at interesting thought-provoking questions that are closely related to your area of expertise. Number two, then, is what I mentioned before, which is removing the links from your content sharing posts on Facebook. Seriously. So update it, update your post, and then hit publish. And then in the comments, you can say, you know, I sometimes I'll do th things like, here's the link if you're so inclined, or guest author and I tag them, did a great job with this article and I linked to it. So there are things that you can test from that perspective as well. But I want you to try it and then let us know how it worked for you. You can tweet us at spinsucks at, at spinsucks and let us know. Mike Connell is the one who mans that and you can have a conversation with him and let him know how things are going. And then number three is use videos. So here's the trick. You want to upload the actual video file. Don't link to it on your website or on a video platform such as YouTube or Wistia because Facebook doesn't want you to leave Facebook. So you want to get the video, the actual video, the raw MP4 file uploaded, and then watch your reach and engagement soar. And we'd love to see that too. So tag us so we can see it. So number one, Ask interesting, thought-provoking questions. Number two, remove the links from your content on Facebook. Number three, use videos. Video, 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 video. I think we're all tired of hearing about video, but it works. It's the latest trend. Do it. Try this on your own social media accounts and watch the results change. If you see a big difference, huge difference, and you want to be featured on this show, get in touch through the contact page on spinsucks.com. You'll find it under work with us and then contact Spin Sucks. We'll talk about what you did, how it worked, and what that means for your business.
The tools and platforms that we have to market with are only as good as the way we use them. There's no silver bullet and there's no magic formula that makes it fast and easy. It takes work. But when you put in the time and you use the platforms to genuinely connect with people, you will see the results. I've mentioned it before and I'll mention it again. The amazing Spin Sucks community we have. These are professionals from around the world who talk to, connect with, help and support one another. And we'd love for you to join us. Go to spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's spinsucks.com slash spin sucks community, but you do have to put the hyphens in between the, the words. So spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. And you can join us today. I'll be back next week to talk about setting goals for your social, for your sales and all of the other metrics you obsessively track. And in the meantime, don't forget to subscribe, share and leave us a review. I'll see you later. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 